Hello and welcome to Watch Your Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me this evening, it's a late night recording, is the one, the only, the man who can make all of NASCAR go wild. It's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Hi. Hi. How lovely to see you. I know, lovely to see you too. This is crap is on demand. Um, I apologize to people who are watching because, like, uh, my visuals are very, very delayed. They're like, it's really, I don't know what's going on. I got to update something in my computer. So I apologize if I look like a webcam in 1993. But uh, anyway, come watch on patreon.com slash watch for crap and still worth watching. Uh, if you sign up at the Crap is on Demand level, you get access to our Crap is on Demand videos, where we actually are provide a visual aspect to our podcast. You also get access to our bonus episodes. So last week, we did a bonus episode where we talked about White Lotus. Uh, so we talked about the whole season and, and the finale and all that. And then this week, we did sort of like a deep dive about the things that we're really into right now. So Ronnie gave us the full lowdown about all his new fishies. And the snails and the plants in his aquariums and all of that. And then I talked a little bit about my garden box. So, you know, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, which I think you should be, and even if you're not, maybe you'll be inspired. Go check out yeah. our bonus episode. It's more fun than it sounds. Yeah, it was great. I loved hearing about your fish. I really did. It was a great story. How are and how are they? How are they? How are you, fishes? Oh, they're doing great. My little beta baby gorgeous is looking at me right now, wagging his little tail. And the snail in there, who I haven't named, I've got to name him soon. But man, what a bang up job he's doing in there. I mean, I wish I could give recommendations if anybody needs a good snail to clean their, their tanks. I mean, he's gone up a log, down a log, around a log, under it. I mean, he's found every crevice of that thing. So well done, nameless snail. <laughs> well, snail I'm sure. Snail who shall be named. Uh, well, I'm sure it's like uh, very hard for that snail to just like chill out when you're probably peering at it saying, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean, snail. <laughs> I am. Also, I, that snail- I didn't trust the snail. I was going to bring in other snails. And I was like, Ronnie, give the snail a chance. Like the first few days it was trying to crawl over from one part of the log to like a different like over like a crevasse in the log. Mm-hmm. And it figured out how to do it like as big gross thumb body oh sorry i shouldn't call it gross i just body shamed you nameless <laughs> you body shamed the snail. but it's, it like kind of like came out snail. he was kind of reaching over with part of his body and you know what i believe in snails now i really do good job yeah well you know it's because the snail also believes in something larger than itself it believes in republic republic the most important log in the entire aquarium okay if you're working yeah. at republic that means you're one of the hottest snails in the entire aquarium i know it's like snail i can't be over here djing if you're not on the log doing it right so <laughs> i mean this is republic so like in 10 years from now like i see myself as a dj so if i can't dj because you're not on the log then I, we're gonna have to rethink this entire relationship snail 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like DJing. I want to be really influential in this music business, so in the industry. So get it together, Snail. Yeah, Snail. Yeah. He did. So we're talking Southern hospitality because the show is like ridiculous. It's it's just like one of the best things on right now. It is so funny. People should be watching it. This is season one Vanderpump Rules level. Like it really is not hyperbole. Like it really is that ridiculous. They're so like uh, they're so like self obsessed, and they really like they they have that sense of hope that that first season of Vanderpump Rules had you know where everyone thought this was just a stop on the way to like glory and it was little did they realize it was actually the cold that was, that was the glory that was yeah. the glory you were on the glory bus okay you guys should have had more fun now look at you they were they thought they were on a glory path but they were on a glory hole <laughs> yeah it was a glory day glory day and it's <laughs> over so here we go to a new fresh batch Oh, fresh batch of Southern Hospitality. So of, this of week... children, of children to mock <laughs> on Southern oh. Hospitality. Every decade brings us younger and younger children to mock, you know? N- you know, in a few years, we're going to have, like, kindergartners bussing tables. And we're going to be like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, Baldy. Get it together. Yeah. You know, we keep getting older, but the idiots on Bravo stay the same age. <laughs> ben so, Dulker, um... McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, Mia is the narrator of the previously, which surprised me because Mia was like barely featured in the first episode and they've really ramped her up. And now she's actually at narrator level already. Like, I'm I'm surprised and I'm happy. I'm proud. I'm proud of Mia. <laughs> well done, Mia. So um, she talks about going on her second date with Owen, where she had a three course meal and dessert. And then we get her like wacky moment in the diary room, like trying to like fan herself. Um, Sorry, you're beautiful. Love your personality. Way too intelligent to be on this show. Sorry. Yeah. But you know, I welcome you. She's a financial analyst for a company, guys. So, like, it's, she, could, she could only put only half of her heart into this. And mostly that means in a restaurant, if you're the financial analyst, you're the one in charge of giving out tips and deciding if the runners actually did a good enough job to get their actual tip or if you should take an extra 20 off the top. Okay. But she's an actual financial analyst. I don't know what yeah. they do. Yeah, they... They run numbers and shame people for heating up chimichangas in the office lounge. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Clearly. So uh, previously, well, we're, there was like a tea party. Grace Lily's birthday is happening and she's having an Alice in Wonderland tea party, which culminated in Mikkel storming off because TJ, he overheard TJ saying something like, that's class or something like that. So he got really mad and then he like threw his Prosecco across the table, sort of kind of hitting some people and then stormed off down everybody but tj actually yes you know which is so alice in wonderland (laughs) yeah alice in wonderland was just her swath of destruction i tell you ronnie ever since i saw that movie i really have a whole new it's what the reverse of appreciation but whatever that is that's what i have for alice depreciation i have a depreciation for alice Yeah, Alice sucks. And, you know, she caused all this pro- all these problems. And guess who wins? Alice. You know, Alice. everybody else is over there covered in Mikkel's champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's like a lizard that's been sent off to the sky to die because of Alice. <laughs> meanwhile, Alice is taking fucking selfies at the valet stand. 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like poor rabbit's house is destroyed because of Grace Lily. Well, I guess. Well, I guess that is we is Alice. Grace Lily. Is I don't Alice, know. I lost it. I lost the like Alice. Yeah, yeah I lost it's just the like thread. they're all Alice's. They're all a bunch of Alice's. <laughs> <laughs> Not allies. Alice's. Yeah. Um. So, but I'll bet they've all taken ally. You know, a bunch yeah. of squirty pooping Alice's on this show. So it's Thursday. So this show is like, you know what? We're on Bravo. So let's just give really random timestamps for no reason. <laughs> at all times. Every scene has one. And this time it's Thursday at 6.18 p.m. Yeah. And Mikkel has just stormed off. He's, he's like, shut the fuck up. You're all fake as fuck. And so he runs off, and then Joey is Joey Marbles is like, I'm concerned. I'm concerned right now. Concerned. Yeah. He's like, I'm really concerned right now about that. <laughs> and uh, Mikkel's like ripping off his cheap Amazon blazer. And <laughs> Maddie, of course, is making about her. She's talking to Grace, and she's like, I mean, look at him. I need to know. I'm DJ, you know? And when I'm DJ, I need to know that people are doing bottle service. <laughs> Yeah, like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Because, like, if he's not working, then I have to work. And I can't be DJ. You know what I mean? Like, do I have to call Leva? And Will's like, you know what? I love, as someone who isn't a lawyer, but identifies as someone who has gone to law school, but I haven't even done that, I just want to say, I love him. But, like, he's a good kid. But he's also his worst enemy. I'm like, how about you stop telling me about who's your worst enemy and go to law school first, Okay. Yeah, look we'll who's talking who's person who, Yeah, look who's talking person at an Alice in Wonderland drunk party in the sunlight <laughs> instead, instead of, of going to LSATs. law school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, he's also talking to Lucia because Lucia was the one trying to kind of stand up for Mikkel, and so Will's yeah. shouting her down now, and so she's just kind of nodding at him like you're fucking crazy, and who's even talking to you? Like, why are you so mad? Right. So mm. then Grace, this is her party, and she's like. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just enjoying myself. I'm kind of in my own world sometimes. Wavy, gravy, baby, navy, navy, baby, baby, wave, wave, wavy. <laughs> it's like, yes, Grace Lily, you do not have to tell us that you're in your own world sometimes. We see you hula hooping with a dream catcher around your waist. <laughs> she just has yeah. like, <laughs> I'm tangled in my hula hoop. We got it. You're trying to make wavy gravy happen in whatever little world you're living in. And I have to say, it's working. I've said yeah. wavy gravy She's, this week. Did you really? Yeah. A few times. Guess to who? The snail. The snail. Like, wavy <laughs> gravy. You were killing it. Living your dreams. Don't let people hate on you just because your spirit is ripe, wavy. Did you say to the sna snail, listen, snail. <laughs> I have put my neck out for you. I have no more neck to give. If you do well on this log, you can take a shift at Big Log. Yeah, I'm happy to report that after it's episode four now. So after a few weeks or whatever of filming, I'd like to report Leva has really not loosened up at all. So congratulations. Yeah. Leva is still bored as fuck and is wondering what she's doing there. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I love the consistency. Yeah, I like it. I love it. I love it, too. So now um, Maddie goes out to the parking lot to bring Mikkel. She's like, I'm going to bring him his stuff. So she goes out to the parking lot. She has some, some like, target bag, like a paper target bag with, quote, unquote, stuff in it. Who knows what? And he's now changed into a T-shirt. But he's, like, doing that thing where you storm off, but you don't really storm off. You just sort of go to a different 
area so that way someone comes after you because if you really storm off you leave but he didn't leave he's just pacing back and forth in his t-shirt now and and um and then he's (laughs) and meanwhile back at the table will is starting to get mad will's like listen listen i want to listen to everybody okay i'm listening to everybody i'm listening to all the sides here and they're all just looking at him like this fuck boy again <laughs> like literally nobody cares but he's yelling and lucy is like but i am listening to people what are you talking about so then maddie's like um mikhail mikhail i've got stuff for you and he's like well i didn't want it to be like this it was not supposed to be like this and she's like but what am i supposed to do you're supposed to come work in a couple of hours i'm not coming i'm not coming okay i'm just gonna go back and hang out with my family where I will go back into the closet where they all see me as a very straight person. I'm not coming to work tonight. She's like, it's my DJ night. I'm not supposed to worry about bottle service on DJ night. You can't do this to me. (laughs) Have you ever seen Moby worrying about bottle service? Anybody? Maddie, you saw me breaking down in the bathroom. Okay, I cannot do this. I'm sorry that it's DJ night. You're just going to have to press play on the CD player without me. So what are you going to do? Take the day off? I mean, you have to work with them tomorrow anyway. I mean, you're the boss. I mean, you make them work. She's like, yeah, I'm the boss and I have to make them work. I'm your boss and you have to go to work. He's like, I didn't think that one through. Uh... Not my Truly. target bag full of things. <laughs> I know she was just handed the biggest gift. Also, can't believe she just imaginarily referenced Moby. I mean, no offense to Moby, but he's like the I Love Lucy of DJs. I really need to get with it. If I'm going to yeah. make some more DJ references, you know? Shame on well, me. I don't belong at Republic. I'll take can, that. At Republic, we believe in more current DJs, like Mike Summit, who's playing in Tampa. <laughs> Ronnie. What was, his yeah, name? See, what was that guy's name? Mike Summit. I don't fucking Something know. DJ Summit. James Kennedy. I feel like DJ James Kennedy is already like a grandfather in the DJ world. Um, I just um, yeah, I uh, God, I, I thought I thought Moby was a <laughs> I thought Moby was quite a strong reference. At least you know you could have said Fat Boy Slim too. Could have been equally as dated. That's very that old. Yeah, that's equally as dated. I just I hate that they put these fucking tags right where your mu- where your muffin top is, and mm. then it really hurts, and then you rip it, and now I have my muffin top's gonna be hanging out of a hole. Well, I guess this t-shirt's gone. Thanks a lot. Um brand XXLTTGEEG. Assholes. <laughs> brand is this. Are you saying you're not gonna have your tag on DJ night? Because I'm DJing <laughs> and you're supposed to have your tag. How am I supposed to DJ if you don't have a tag? Uh, so she's like, yeah, it's not easy being friends with all these people, but also being their boss. And I'd love to be there for all of them. But at the end of the day, you get nothing for nothing. And that's all I can say for the life of the poor. I wish I could be there for all of my friends. But as a manager, or really not as a manager, I'm just a self-involved person. So unfortunately, <laughs> it's not going to work out for them. Yeah, that's not what a manager is supposed to do. A manager is supposed to DJ. (laughs) (laughs) So now Lucy, back to Lucy and Will. She's like, oh my God, all I'm trying to say is that it was all attacking. And he's like, where were you the whole night? Like, you're yelling at her because she was standing up for him. So she was there, Will. Okay. She was sitting in the same spot. 
So Emmy, his girlfriend, is like, "Why don't you take it down a notch, okay? You know what? I know, I know how to let it be with Will when he's drunk. You know, you just sort of have to like keep him corralled and uh, just make sure he runs in a circle. And yeah, I did say keep him corralled. I made a visual reference that's probably beyond everyone else in this cast, but uh, enjoy that. When you're 60 years old or 20 years old, not really sure which I am yet, but uh, you know words like corralled." Uh, and meanwhile, Will's like, we could have used your help on this. You seem like an intelligent girl. To Lucia. <laughs> Thanks for the condescending uh, <laughs> seal of approval. So now it's, guess what, Ronnie? It's time to go to the hottest place in all of King Street. We're going to go to Republic. So now they're all there and TJ is showing up and everything. And Grace is like, I wonder if Mikkel is going to show up tonight. Because everyone's wondering, is Mikkel going to show up? Because if he doesn't show up, then Maddie's not going to be able to do her DJ set and not be able to get, you know, taken seriously by the music industry of Charleston. And Maddie's doing that thing where she's walking around with like a key on one of those old school telephone cords around her wrist. Like, he needs to show up for work. He needs to. He was going to, he told me he would call me and he never called me. Okay. This is like a DJ emergency. All right. So listen, um, is there a staff meal, you know, an unlocked beer fridge and tips and cameras? He's going to be there. Yeah. Okay. So Miguel. He's yeah. gonna be there. He's he probably there. outside a gas station, staring up at the at the camera right now, just because there's a camera there. He's gonna be there. Okay. He's he's practicing his Real Housewives pose in front of like the Target camera at checkout. He's, just he's like, like whole- practicing taking his jacket off and putting it back on really quickly. He's like, I could have done that better. I could have done that better. Uh, so um uh so now meanwhile Joey Marbles is outside. He's like, "Hey, sup ladies? How are y'all? I'll come inside." I'm like, "Wow, I just love this exclusive venue <laughs> where they stand outside and just beg you to come indoors." Um so yeah, I love the shots of Republic. It's like TJ who's just like persnickety pouring drinks and someone cutting a lime and then um the stripper mirrors in the back are the showgirl mirrors i guess i should say crack me up and um yeah i've got way too many notes here that's why i got a little lost on where you were i'm like wait who's at the door and why did we miss grace doing her makeup in the mirror yeah because because grace was doing makeup in the mirror because that's she's gonna shine She's going to shine, Ronnie. And uh, so she's actually sitting on a table in the back. Uh, it's like a table full of like liquor bottles. And she's sitting on it and she's meditating. She has her hands out and she tells us, you know, it really sucks having to work on my birthday. But I'm going to pretend everyone's at Republic for my birthday. And instead of bringing me gifts, they're going to bring me paper. Woo! <laughs> she's like, um, ah, um, Please stop meditating, okay? I know. Buddha is banging his head into the tree that he's sitting in front of. Leva's going to come in with like a literal ream of paper and be like, well, you wanted paper, so here. Can you print some stuff out for me? Thanks. So um, the doorman. By the way, way, you know that Leva does give reams of paper for birthday gifts you know like i feel like that's such a love gift like it's like a really nice wrapping paper with like a like a tweed kind of like a like a twine around it and and sort of like a papyrus card and then you open it up and it's like a a ream of three hole punch yeah i thought you'd need it everyone needs paper so thanks here's some paper until you learn to go outside you fucking idiot what am i even doing here (laughs) 
So then uh, the doorman's like, hey, hey, Maddie. And she's like, um, Maddie, sir. Hey, Maddie, sir. What time are you supposed to DJ tonight? And she's like, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And it's almost 10 o'clock. Is Mikkel going to be here? God, I wish I wasn't everyone's best friend. I'm a DJ. You know what? Five years down the road, I want to be DJing. I want to be playing at every club. I want to have real influence in the music industry. So missing a DJ set. It matters to me. I'm like, well, uh, good job being an influential DJ at a club in Charleston, South Carolina, and not in Los Angeles or Vegas or Miami or New York. Well, you know, you got to take it seriously whatever step you're on, Ben. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So then Grace is still meditating on the back table full of liquor bottles. And she's talking to the cameraman now. She's like, you know, this is what I do. I just do this. I meditate. Gotta get the zen out. Get a little zen. Buddha, Buddha, gravy, wavy. Spirit, spirit, wavy, grave, grave. Um, ah. And the doorman just comes in. He's like, we gotta do your paperwork. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just interrupts her moment of zen like oh god another one of these girls so now it's like drinking and dancing and all this no one's seen Mikkel yet but in walks in Leva so it's like oh my god Leva's here but Mikkel's not here and um, it's just like very scary and Leva's like she wants to check in on Grace Lily and Grace Lily is doing like a great job she's like woo hey girl girl come over here you want some wine you want some champagne I got a son you want a son please don't tell me I have to spell option tonight cause that word has been hard for me okay but anything else I will spell on your son girl you're a queen you're a queen you're a queen I'm like you're either kissing a lot of ladies asses or you're just homophobic and shouldn't be working here <laughs> I'm gonna go with the first <laughs> <laughs> love you, love you, baby gravy. So Leva comes in, and you can tell Leva's coming. Like she's not wearing loud shoes, but you can hear her footsteps anyway. Because everyone she makes, she's like, <laughs> and Leva's like, you know what? This is Grace. You know, like she's. Grace is coming in with great energy. Like, that's how you want it to be. Okay. She listened to me. She actually listened when I said, do your job and then you can do more of your job. And like, this is one of those moments where I'm like, this is why I have you around. She's like, Grace Lily, I just wanted to see how you're doing and like, make me proud. She's like, oh my God, I got you. I got you, girl. And, um, 9.52, Mikhail hasn't arrived. But then it's 10.03, and Mikhail's arrived. <laughs> Mikhail made it. Yeah. So Mikhail's like, um, do you really think that after I just got off of suspension that I was going to come to work late? I mean, hell to the fucking no. In the words of the great Britney Spears, I came to work, bitch. Okay, <laughs> can I leave now? Am I done? So Maddie's up there with big headphones on, just moving her head down and being like, yes, showing her finger and then like pressing play. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. More Stevie Wonder summer. comes in. He's <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just here to hear the most influential DJ of our time. Got Stevie Wonder. I'm really keeping it current. Wait a second. Did I just see Clive Davis in the corner of Republic? And is he with, is he with... 
David Foster? Oh my God. She's going to get discovered tonight. Thank God she didn't have to skip out on her DJ set. You guys, Charlie Chaplin is here. I'm so glad Mikkel came on time. Wait, is that Frankie Avalon? Wait a second. Is that influential Christian pop singer, Kathy Tricoli? That's it. It's all happening now. Uh, so um yeah she's like spitting and then she is making the sign you know the don't do it britney sign in the kitchen and she's like wait how do you spell options she just keeps saying yeah shins like no it's not a part of your body but it's not like a photo op, but for your shins, options. <laughs> Damn it. I wish somebody had told me that wasn't a body part. I wouldn't keep putting my shins on Instagram. It's <laughs> like all these pictures of Grace Lily's shins. She's like, Damn, I just opened up an account on Shinstagram. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the OP shinner. So, um, so Mikhail doing work, his work. job. Mikhail doing yeah. his job. He's, this is Mikhail doing his job. There's like three ladies standing by the bar. Clearly in town to see if they can find anyone for some, from Southern Charm. And they're just standing there. And Mikhail's like, hey, hi, 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 hi. You interested in a table today? No. <laughs> they're like, not really. <laughs> hi, 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 hi. You want a table? So no? then outside, Joe and Mikhail are talking. And Joe's like, uh, hey, Mikhail, wh- when did you get here? Because I thought you just got here. Like, I didn't even see you because, like, I've been running around working, man. Working so hard. And he's like, uh, I got here when I was scheduled to be here. He's like, yeah, were you scheduled at 11? He's like, I was scheduled at 10.03. And so I got here at 10.03, sir. And he's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm good here. Why don't you go inside? You're good inside. Go ahead and go inside. Joey's what the fuck like, is he so mad at? Joey Marbles again. is the one who uh, <laughs> who asked the shitty question at that party in the first place. You started it, sir. I know, but like Joey Marbles trying to come for someone is really hilarious because he he really has a soft touch. He's just like, oh, so you're supposed to be? You were just got here, right? Now I've been here an hour. Oh, all right, cool. See you next. <laughs> like, going. I'll see you. Like, if you're if you go inside and then come back outside again, I'll see you when you come back outside again. Yeah. He's like, yeah, enjoy the air conditioning. Really showed him. Really showed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck trying to sell a table by saying hi only three times. It takes four times. We all know. So then Mikhail does ice and party party. And I have to say, there are some very strawy looking people in this club. There are some Strawy. very, there are a lot of paper bags with mouths in this club. Just saying. <laughs> paper bags. <laughs> it's a low rent puppet show. That's what is Harris saying. is Harris Teeter out of moisturizer. Listen, What's happened to this town? Nothing is sadder than that one lady who is like sitting on like a low wall near Maddie's DJ booth and who leans in and goes, I've been waiting for you to come on. I was like, oh uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think like eighty percent of the people here were Bronwyn's mom tonight. From Real Housewives of Orange County. There's a lot of raggedy Andes in this crowd. Okay. Uh, so like, then can, can um, you play some Flo Rida? Oh, he's so good. <laughs> so Trevor comes up to the DJ stand. He's like, hey, Maddie, can I get a table tonight? She's like, ask and you will receive. That's the Bible. <laughs> That's the Bible. DJ Maddie can pull all the strings because she knows who the manager is. And it's me, DJ Maddie. <laughs> 
So then Mikkel is talking to a waitress and he's like, um, are you flipping this table? And she's like, we are flipping this table. And he's like, okay, we're going to flip it. And I was like, ooh, there's going to be some table flipping drama. And then Maddie's going to give that table to Trevor, but then it's not going to be Trevor's table. It's going to be like one of the Raggedy Ann's. Yeah. And none of that ever happened. None of it so happened. So stop leading me on with this shit, you guys. Come on. Well, Maddie was going through an existential crisis because she's like, I'm the DJ right now, but I'm also the manager. And I can't be friends with my employees, but I'm an employee right now. So does that mean I can't be friends to myself? What do I do? <laughs> so um, we just see a lot of work, work, work. And then Lamar yeah. comes. Dun, dun, dun. It's the first time Lamar has shown up. And so everyone's like, oh, my God, Lamar's coming. Did you see Lamar? Bonjour. 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 <laughs> So like, shut the fuck up. So then Grace is like, Grace. Goes, he's not, he's not Bell at all. He's just like, where's Mikel? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even get, he doesn't even bother getting mic'd up for this. They have to pick up audio from everyone else's microphone. So of course Grace <laughs> goes up to him and he, and she's like, Hey, Grace- Lamar, it's my birthday. I'm working on my birthday. He looks at her like, congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to everyone else in America. Grace walks up to him. Like she walks up to everybody. Ah! Like, like she's on a trapeze and the trapeze has just snapped <laughs> off of its ropes. She's like, ah! You just see that face coming at you. <laughs> so, so she's like, um, well, I, we are sold out inside Lamar. We're sold out inside. He's like, uh-huh. Okay, Mikhail, can we go talk in the back? And so they go to the back. Like, and Mikkel's I like, sold out he. on the inside, too. That's why I'm here on this TV show. Anyway, continue on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mikkel's like, he is so intimidating. And so Lamar's like, how's it going? You're selling tables? Because on top of that, I hear a lot of things are going on. Not good things. Mikkel's like, oh, my God. Is it my jacket? Was it my shorts <laughs> on my jacket? Was it the wine throw? But was it? Throwing the wine, but missing the person I was aiming at. What is it? What is it? Lamar's like, I just want to just reiterate that when I said not, I meant it so badly that they italicized the not in my captions. So think about that, Mikkel. Mikkel's like, oh, my God. Oh. And uh, Lamar's like, you know what? This is like this is like the third or fourth or fifth chance that we're giving to you. And you just got to make sure you're doing what you need to do. Okay? Keep the out stuff Outside stuff, outside. All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Mikkel's like opening a patio umbrella. He's like, yep, okay, I promise. He's like, okay, this is your sixth chance. So um, he's like, thank God I'm not being fired. It's a great Britney Spears once said, I get to work, bitch. <laughs> if, like the great Britney Spears once said, if you, if you hold your host stand to my body what, what if you held my post stand would you hold it against my i gotta workshop that one <laughs> would you hold it against me so um <laughs> if i took your shift at republic would you hold it against me no that's not quite working <laughs> um, um actually no never mind no go ahead no i was I just imagining know. i was just imagining um maddie just singing Britney Spears. I just was imagining how terrible it must have been for anyone 
when Britney Spears' song Till the World Ends came out because it must have been terrible for people who knew Maddie because that meant that for like that whole summer they just heard Maddie going, Maddie, do you have something in your throat? No, this uh, is my favorite song. Oh, uh, so now it is morning, and we're in Joe Bradley's apartment, and he's like, you know, cleaning his ear out with a fork, you know, just as <laughs> as one does. He finally has a fork. So then unreal. we go over to TJ's. TJ, you know, TJ has some issues. He's just vacuuming. I think all TJ does is just vacuum maniacally around his house, like I'm gonna tell that bitch, that bitch misses me one more time. They're never gonna work public again. I'll tell you that. Well, tell you that he has anger vacuuming. My mima used to do that. She's say she's so sweet, you know. But she used to just. We had one of those. She had one of those dry vacuums, you know. That's not like you don't plug it in, and it just goes makes that noise as you push it back and forth. And she would just angrily we be like, "You okay?" She's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. What do y'all need? What do y'all need today?" It's like she had some serious shit, and I see that. And TJ, his persnickety anger coming out in that pushback. I really think that he's just doing all that vacuuming to motivate himself. Because I kind of feel like that stick vacuum is in some ways his like his fitness goal. So I feel like he's like, okay, just a reminder of what I'm doing this for. <laughs> I need to stare <laughs> at my goal. I think we've uh, all been there. Uh, <laughs> we've all thin, been uh, wanting thin, to be a stick vacuum. Uh, a thin stick with the best suction in town. Okay? <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I think he's assuming... Bagless. I think he's assuming because he's gay, he's going to look like he has no life while everybody else is doing things for their scenes. So he's like, look at me. I'm the vacuumer and the person who pushes plants close together and then takes them back apart. But, you know, no one's doing anything. It's like the point of this show. Well, I think that actually, you know, they say behind every great man is a great woman, which I think that really the vacuuming probably stems from some wonderful gay icon of a mother he must have who's like now tj i told you if you're gonna be on tv they can't see a speck of dust in your house so here's a, a stick vacuum and you better use it whenever you can and he's always like damn it they always come over right when my mom is guilting me into vacuuming right or it's just his meme like hey you're on a tv show you vacuuming he's like yes <laughs> Yes, meanwhile, a boy. So Emmy and Will, we go over to their place, and Will, of course, is like, will you get me some water? I'm so hungover. And every time I say I'm not drinking again, it's a fucking lie, because I drink again. Would you just say something? Are you even here right now? You're a smart girl. She's like, honey, let it go. Lucy is not here. Did you want to put any of this into your uh, application to law school about every time you want to keep step, stopping drinking, you drink some more? Anything? No? Obstruction! That's actually objection, honey. You'll get there. You'll get there. It's like combing his hair with one of those little tiny combs. <laughs> you'll, you'll do it one day, honey. So, <laughs> so Lucia and Mia are having um, lunch. I'm just like laughing at the idea that she's like combing his hair with a little... Like a tiny comb <laughs> and reassuring him to get into law school. Trying like. to turn him into a lawyer. <laughs> so, um, you know, this. Abstained! That's <laughs> actually sustained, honey. Come here. Shh, shh, shh. I'd like Come to on, approach mama. the branch. It's the bench, but that's okay. <laughs> 
So, um, Lucia and Mia are having lunch, and Mia's just, Mia does one of those things where she pretends like she asks about the other person but doesn't care. She's like, how is work? Because the group chat, uh, what, like, went off when I left. Like, people were throwing up a table three. Anyway, tell me everything about, I just want to hear gossip. I just pretend like I care about you. <laughs> Lucia's like, yeah, they barf at table three right when I got sat. And Mia's like, wild. I mean, to finally get a table at Republic and then be barfing, I would never. <laughs> and um mia's like she's like she's saying i would never get a table at, at republic or get a republic and then barf on it because i feel like uh i feel like i would barf on a table at republic and feel good about it <laughs> i feel like if i wasn't even drunk i would barf on a table at republic <laughs> i feel like that just might happen you know <laughs> so I'm like Mia- hey here i am at republic <laughs> <laughs> What's this terrible music playing? <laughs> Where's good old? Where's DJ Charlie Chaplin when you need him? This is fucking ridiculous. Hey, is Maddie singing that Britney Spears song again? No, it's just someone <laughs> puking on table thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucia's like, so how are things with Owen? And he's like, oh my god, you're gonna be sad, um, but I got the ick. Okay, I'm sorry, cause like. I like a guy who can hold his own where you're like not stuck next to him the whole night. Like I have to facilitate a convo for this guy. I mean, he was like my shadow. And then we see at the club where she's partying and he's like at her side. But I feel like if he was making conversation, wouldn't she be like, oh my God, then he's off talking to other girls. Ick. Yeah. Gross. Well, he was also holding a chimichanga. So I think it just, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> talking about his cat. <laughs> Damn chimichanga. <laughs> He's like, he double chimichanged me. I was out of there. <laughs> and then he told me, no, this is my cat. And I was like, but that is a chimichanga. And he goes, you're lying. Stop gaslighting me. He actually said, I love your shoes. Are those chimmies? I was like, oh my God, are you triple chimichanging me? Jimmy Choose, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> so stupid so lucy is like yeah how are things and she's like oh, gross and so then we see a clip of him being like okay well you said you were gonna come home with me right she's like i'm not going home with you <laughs> triple jimmy <Bye! laughs> so he leaves all upset and then he texted her the next day saying things like good morning beautiful angel and she's just like grossed out she's like no <laughs> she's like ew and then sent like a, a chimichanga emoji. It's like, oh, I think that was an exclamation point. It was a chimichanga. <laughs> so she's like, you know, I think that like women in the South feel like pressure to settle down really quickly because they like they just want to latch onto any man they can. And they can just like get married and have kids and have like a white picket fence fantasy. But like when I see a red flag, I am done. I'm like, well, guess what? Don't want to break it to you. But if meeting someone who works in the in the in the nightclub industry is a big red flag for a lot of other people. So, you know, that's true. Also this red flag cooks. Okay. And texts you the next day. I mean, come on. That's a good red flag. You know? Yeah. We need to calm down with red flags. So Lucia's <laughs> like, you know, okay, I'm going to say this and you don't have to listen to me. Cause I know we're in different situations, but you know, sometimes you have to say to people things like, I don't want you to be my shadow. You know, like I say, Devon, could you please make sure there's sparkling water in the fridge? <laughs> and look at me. I'm happy. <laughs> Did you ask him to put sparkling water in the fridge? Uh, well, it was only our first date and a half. He was just sort of like lingering around me. But did you ask him to stock the fridge? 
No. Yeah, you can't be Case mad that DoorDash doesn't bring you French fries when you ordered from Pizza Hut. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to order what you want. And she's like, gross. So um, Lucy is now trying to talk about herself, which is not going to last. It's going yes, <laughs> no to really... jump in and interrupt her any second. But yeah. she's like, well, me and Devon, we were in two different chapters. And so I broke it off. But we've healed now. And so I told him, you listen here. Now that we're partners again, you better chip in financially. And I was like, oh, my God, really? You have to have that discussion with the man who, like, impregnated you? No. Keep looking. I was also, I thought it was a little odd when she said, you know, we broke it up because we were going in, we were in different financial situations. You know, I had just bought a home and he was starting a business and I thought we weren't going to see eye to eye. I'm like. So you guys were both adulting, is that what you're saying? So you guys were both like doing kind of pretty mature things. Yeah, no, that will that that won't work out. No. Yeah, sorry. that's terrible. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Um, so she's like, uh Mia's like, yeah, well, I mean, speaking of Will. <laughs> she's like, Actually, no, I was speaking about Davon. Will, I know, right? Yeah. Anyway. He yeah, burnt so- a couple of bridges, didn't he? <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, that girl, Emmy, needs to go to the store and get a smaller leash for Will. And Lucy is like, imagine having a boyfriend like that. Yeah. I mean, you have to defend him all the time. I mean, having a son, lawyer, boyfriend. No! I mean, I already have a son with Davon. And so anyway, getting back to Davon, one thing I wanted to... <laughs> Just circle back to before we just moved on to Will for no good reason. He's yeah, really Will's wonderful. a real asshole, you know? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> so then we go to a really weird ballad that, because we don't get a ton of music in this show, but this one is like, It's showtime, it's showtime. I know what you need, what you mean. Walking by dripping hot. I just want to get down. That's how we do it in the South. That's how we do it. In the south. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? What are you even talking about? <laughs> well, Ronnie, the reason why is because now we go over to Republic as daytime drinking. So as you may remember from like episode two, like during the day at Republic, the vibe is different because it's daytime. And then at night, the vibe is something else because it's nighttime. So I guess that worked for the music too. <laughs> it's family time. It's family time right now at Republic. If your Republic is not at family, Family night, your family isn't Republic. And Republic <laughs> is not your family. So think about so, that. Have you ever wondered what um like a stereotypical uh family on this show would look like? Because you're about to find out. Okay, here comes Emmy and her family. It's uh her sisters Peyton and Madison. Uh there's also a sister named Montana who's not there, unfortunately. And the mom is Sean D. Yeah, and Emmy's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, it's so weird to be here because, like, I'm usually working here. I'm not just sitting here. And TJ's like, hello. And she's like, TJ is my mom and my sisters. He's like, trash. (laughs) What can I get you? And her mom's like, oh, TJ, what a name. Oh, my God. Emmy had TMJ when she was younger, but I hear she's gotten over that, eh? So um, she said my name is Mom, but it's not. It's Shondi. So you can call me Shanti, TJ. He's like, mm. 
What about literally standing here doing church lady eyes at you? Gives you the impression that I want to fuck you, ma'am. All right, just go inside and get us a drink, TJ. <laughs> Mom, you're really you're, you're in for a treat because you don't normally get TJ to help on an afternoon. That's his vacuum in time. So this is a real privilege <laughs> to have him here. Mom. All right, you can leave the table now. He's just standing there moving his arm back and forth like he's vacuuming the, the rug. <laughs> Go inside. And, Let go of the mental vacuum, TJ. I believe in you. Wait, well, before you go, can you tell me where the, the frozen samosas are? What are you talking about, Mom? Well, you said he was TJ's, right? They have great sorts of frozen <laughs> desserts and, and appetizers, right? You don't mind that I brought my own plastic bag, do you? I mean, these paper <laughs> ones. I'm sorry. Save now the why, earth on your own time, am I right? Amy, why isn't he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? I'm confused. <laughs> so, um, mom's like, oh my God, it's so nice to see you, Emmy. You are just so busy doing all of this that you're doing. She's like, yeah, the only time mom gets to see me was when I asked her to, to drive me to Alaska Point. What'd she say? I wrote to down Alaska Point. So like a waxing appointment. And Emmy's, oh, then so Emmy's I was like, tells- where's Alaska Point? <laughs> I want to see a show from there. It points at Russia. So then uh, Emmy tells us, she's like, I was born in Atlanta, and then my dad's job took us to London, and then my dad's job took us to Philadelphia, and then my dad's job took us to Charleston, and then my dad's job took us back took us to Winnetka, and then my dad's job took us to Dallas, and then my dad's job took us back to Philly, and then my dad's job took us back to here, and that's where I'm at here at my dad's job. Thanks, bye. And then she tells her family, she's like, if I'm not at Republic, I'm at home. And if I'm not at home, I'm at Republic. And if I'm not at Republic or home, I'm someplace I wish was Republic or home. I wish I was home at Republic. Then I'd always be at home unless I went out. <laughs> she should really, you know, you should put her in touch with the people at the Moth Ronnie. She has a real way of telling stories. <laughs> Hey, if they'll take me, they'll take that. I mean, I was fascinated. So she tells us, my dad is in financial services. And they're like, what's financial services? And she goes, financial services. He finances your services. God, I've got OP shins, don't I? Look at my shins. So then TJ comes back with champagne and they're like, Cheers to the Sherritt girls plus Montana. Hashtag missing Montana. Okay. okay. Was he vacuuming the floor with the champagne bottle? God, that's something. Wow, you know, when I asked him if I could bring my own paper bag, I thought it was weird that he actually brought me a vacuum bag to use. <laughs> So she's like, people, this is the mom. She's like, people say it must be so hard having girls. And I say, it's fine, but we should ask your dad how he feels about that. I wonder if your dad feels like it's, I was like, are you interviewing yourself? You didn't win yeah. an award. What are you doing? Trying to, I feel like they're trying to do that. It's like their own sad plan to hatch like a backdoor pilot with like Emmy and her family. Like she, Emmy's like, guys, we're going to listen. We're going to win everyone over and then they'll give us a pilot. Don't worry. Listen. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you know what's interesting? Oh, no. Hey, mom, tell us something that's interesting. And so the mom goes, you know what's interesting? Dad has a younger brother and Will has a younger brother. I mean. (laughs) Oh, my God. Our love story is like the same. Because mom flew to see dad when she met mom. You know what, mom? Just tell us the story again. Tell us again, mom. Mom has told us the story a million times. And we're going to tell our million. 
our daughter's a million times the same story because it's so good. Mom, tell us a story. She's like, okay, 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 okay. If you okay, you pushed me. Okay, so we were at a bar and Dad came walking in and he put his hand out with a big smile and he said, "Hi, I'm Brandon Sherritt." And I said, "If you're gonna stand that close to me, you might as well kiss me." And the next day, well, he kissed me. And the next day, I went to a job in Arizona and he faxed me a love letter. I mean, <laughs> need I say more? I was like, that actually probably is the same relationship story, you know? It's like, he walked up, he made out with me, we fucked in the back of a bowling alley, and boom, Emmy came. <laughs> it was a fax. I, I just sent him a text over fax. So, it just sounded like this, the most romantic love song in the world. <laughs> Oh, is I'm Maddie pregnant. singing again? Grace Lily comes in in a hula hoop. <laughs> My favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she's like, yeah. And when I saw Emmy's picture with Will in New York, I could see a white line of angel dust on the coffee table behind them. And I said, you know what, Shanti? Concentrate on that love you see in her eyes. Because that glow and that love and those tiny little pupils, <laughs> she's experiencing exactly what I was experiencing. And Emmy starts saying, like, my parents would be so happy if I were married to a lawyer. I'm like, well, let's not put the cart in front of the no LSATs, no college application horse. Okay. So he's yeah. not quite a lawyer yet. He's watched yeah. Law and Order. He's not a lawyer. Yeah, he's not a lawyer yet. She's like, yeah, if I married him, my parents would be so proud. My dad would be like, you're off my credit card, which I am, of course. I mean, except for he breeds. Except for he breeds. My Brazilians. But otherwise, totally off his card <laughs> so now um we cut to now we just see people doing things and we see maddie um she's like removing the bottom grate from her fridge and she's like my vape went under the fridge my vape went under the fridge <laughs> <laughs> been there been there she's like You're ripping apart the whole house for like a five dollar vape <laughs> my vape ah not on the night when i might be doing a dj set <laughs> so grace comes over and of course it's grace so she's like it's like okay just come in jesus christ she's like do you want something so she's telling us when grace lily is at her worst i'm like peaceful but when she's at her best no i'm like peace but when she's at her best she's like fun funny honestly she's like funny it's like fuck and grace lily's version is yeah we joke around and we really have old memories yeah like the time we took a selfie in thailand or the time we went to tulum because there was a worldwide pandemic and took a selfie there or the time we met guys in tulum and then took selfies with them or the time that maddie stopped being friends with me because she didn't like the guy that i got in tulum yeah so many great old memories 
Yeah, but I like that she stands up for me. She tells people, hey, Grace Lily's just misunderstood. So Maddie's like, I'm making a protein shake. Do you want one? And she goes, um, I would love a coffee because those have dairy. They have milk in it. And she's like, okay, well, do you want it black? Because I don't have any dairy-free stuff. She goes, I would love cream. <laughs> Maddie goes, but that's dairy, though. You know, and... <laughs> Grace she goes, is, those have dairy. <laughs> and Grace is like, well, you know, I'll eat cheese and I will eat cheese products, but I don't want to drink milk. Mm. Yeah, I'm dairy free, but I still like cheese and desserts with dairy in them, like ice cream and cheese. And I love mac and cheese. And I grew up loving Dairy Queen. But I mean, Dairy Queen has dairy in the sign, but I'm not eating the sign. And I love a good vanilla milkshake. But other than that, I'm dairy free. Yeah, I just don't like, I, I just really don't like dairy so it's just it's more about i don't like the obligation of having to write in it every day it's like that's dairy not dairy that explains everything i'm like i don't need a dairy godmother just a regular godmother <laughs> this idiot <laughs> i love her because i buy it. I, I buy everything she's saying i think she she's completely like this like i don't want dairy give me some cream <laughs> and then when she says, I don't like to drink milk, cream is literally milk. <laughs> She's dumbass. She is ridiculous. <laughs> I love her. I love her. I'll let her all her complexities and contradictions pass because I just adore her silly, silly ass. So, so funny. So then we see, uh, so Grace is like, so are we going to get into the race? How are we going to do that? And she's like, um, my dad, how else? She goes, oh my God, I love your dad. So then we see a clip of Maddie talking to her dad, or no, talking to Leva and being like, hey, so Leva, like our Juju's like really off in the group. So I was thinking like one of the things that we could do like as a group, like we could go see NASCAR because my dad has seats. So like maybe if we could take off Sunday. Wow. I cannot believe this 24-year-old girl who wants to be a DJ has a wealthy father with connections. I just, it's, that is a shocking, shocking backstory for me. Isn't it crazy? Everybody on this show, they're all rich. Yeah. And so Leva's like, um, so let me guess, you already invited everybody and you're planning on going. She's like, yeah, yeah. So, so, no, so when they come back, Maddie's like, she's like, hey, we should call my dad. So she calls up her dad and she's like, Dad, I'm sitting with Grace. Yeah, and I found my vape. Yeah, so no worries. You don't have to send me a new one. Okay, I'll take it anyway. That's fine. Um, yeah, no, you don't have to send me to a new vape, but you do have to send me a new fridge. So, <laughs> yeah. Could you make Could you make sure the fridge looks like a giant vape? I kind of like the idea. <laughs> Instead of, like, of having water come out of that water spout, could you make it vape? <laughs> Can I have a vape spout? Instead of like an ice dispenser... It's just vape in the shape of a square, like square clouds. So she tells us, when Trevor cheated on me, I was in Charlotte. So I don't have the best memories from Charlotte. Like, I was there for my grandmother's birthday, and he was like, no. And then he cheated on me. And then when I came back, I found out he was cheating on me. So Charlotte makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. She goes, I feel like this is a big <laughs> defining moment for what? <laughs> Definitely not the city of Charlotte's sake. 
And also, why does Charlotte does Charlotte have Charlotte, How does Charlotte trigger you, but Trevor doesn't? Trevor's yes. the one who cheated on you. <laughs> That's a great point. But also, like, you were in Charlotte having a great time. This bad stuff did not happen in Charlotte. It happened when you got back from Charlotte. It's a defining moment, nonetheless. Well, she wasn't like, having a great time. Her grandma died in Charlotte. No, she said it was her grandma's birthday. Oh, oh. God, you're right. It does say that in my notes, even. God, wow, just just killed off her grandmother. Sorry, she almost she... died when she found out about Trevor. Because I told everyone in my family they all are very invested in my love life. Well, um, her grandmother just showed up in Not Heaven with Tim Curry and Piper Laurie, who we've also killed on this show. So, hope you guys all have a good time together. Not Heaven, <laughs> Not Heaven, also known as Republic. Yeah. <laughs> so the dad's like, I got some wristbands and maybe you guys can meet some of the drivers. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and so Maddie's like, yeah, it's Grace's time to shine. And she's like, yeah, it is. Way big gravy, daddy. <laughs> the dad's like, I'm kind of interested to see which one of them is going to try to suck up to me the most. And Maddie's like, ha, 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 ha. you have to be a DJ for that to happen. No, from experience. So um, she just like keeps saying that she's really worried because her, her her parents don't forget, okay? They don't forget anything, and I'm just like really worried about how they're gonna treat Trevor. And you know, like you know what? We're not even gonna stay in the city because the associations are so bad. We're gonna stay at Lake Norman, okay? So we can go swimming and we can go on a boat. It'll be so great. Yeah, sure. Let let's start looking at Airbnbs. But I think I'm banned. <laughs> so then she tells us, <laughs> yeah, like people put cameras all over their houses, and so I got banned. And this lady even left me a bad review, and it was like she throws parties, she left beer cans everywhere, she hates Charlotte because that's where she was when Trevor cheated. I mean, just mean. <laughs> but yeah, I did throw too many parties. Yeah. So you know what? I think I think it's best if we get an RV because everyone's gonna want to be drinking and stuff. So we don't want to be driving. And I was like, um, you know, RV is a vehicle, right? Like that's <laughs> literally for driving. But then I saw later on what she meant by that. Yeah. So Grace is like, um, so what? How's Mikkel gonna do on this trip? And she's like, definitely in a bind. And it's like kind of weird because it like puts us in a bind because like you and I have like been his friends and like we had his back. And then there's like that whole clique of people who are just like not gonna give him a chance. What a bind! Oh my god. You know, I believe people need to be there for Mikkel. I mean, step twelve of the twelve steps of recovery. <laughs> press play on the iPod. Oh wait, no, I mean, that's really twelve steps. Start. Of- that's 12 steps of the DJing. Sorry. <laughs> it really does start playing like piano tinkly movie um, music <laughs> when she's like, the 12 step and the 12 step program says, forgive Mikkel. <laughs> forgive Mikkel for everything. Okay. You know what? We've all made mistakes. We're all human. We've all lost a vape under the fridge. <laughs> and Grace is like, I just wouldn't wish you wouldn't give him so much energy. I'm like, keep your power. <laughs> yeah, that's that reminds me. Um, we're gonna have to get a generator for the RV. So <laughs> keep your power. So they're gonna get lit in Charlotte, lit in Charlotte, and now we're back to nighttime at Republic. So Grace looks like Grace has got got a second shift at Republic because she's working again there. 
yeah, Grace Grace Lily, I guess, is back. She that's how this show works. They're like, you will never step foot in this place. I will give you one chance. Okay, you've been here five minutes, you've done great, your job's back. See you every night. <laughs> so Grace Lily comes in, she's like, I am at work now, people. It is me at work. You're welcome. Sit down. So she comes in and uh, everyone's dancing and then Leva goes up to Lucia and Mia looking all hot. She goes, oh my God, you guys, are. Go- here's what you're going to do. You're going to get Bradley to take a really hot picture of you and then you're going to be like, hey, social media, come to Republic. <laughs> That's how social media works, right? So, um, <laughs> so then um, Mia's asking Maddie what's going on with Trevor and Maddie's like, well... We're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, it's a fish. It's a fish. You just know everyone's like, oh, gross. Yeah, so Maddie, my, I'll, I'll, another thing I have to point out that cracks me up what Maddie does. Every time someone's passing her with juices and they're getting ready for the night, Maddie takes the, the juice carafe and goes, okay, okay, go. I'm like, what juice problems have you guys had at this bar? <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too. Why? Like, how Every many juices? How many rancid juices? Stop, stop, get over here, get over here, get over here. <laughs> okay, you can go. Okay. That that carafe of orange juice is gonna come with like a little tag that says inspected by number forty one. It's Maddie. Yeah, how uh, much rancid DJ forty one, that's DJ forty one to you. How much rancid orange juice have they served here for crying out loud? <laughs> and we're so, wondering why people were barfing on table three. <laughs> Oops. Serve them the old grapefruit juice from the back of the fridge. So, um, Sorry for the background noise, but had to turn on the fan because when you turn on the heat down there, it rises because that's what heat does. And it burns my thighs. Okay, everybody, let's I had a on. heat issue, too. It was like I turned on the heat as well because it was cold in here, and then, but I'm right under the vent, so I get like blasted with lava air. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's just better to be in the cold. So um, now Joe and Mikel are outside on the street, and Mikel's like, uh, so I want to talk to you because, like, let me just say, let's like, like squash this shit out. So, like, the NASCAR is like a great weekend for NASCAR. And Joe is like, yeah, like, whenever we're like in the same vicinity, I have this like sick feeling in my stomach. And like, I hated it when we weren't cool. I, it's like, I feel really sick when it's like, I feel like I'm not part of a dream team with Maddie when I'm with you. It's sickening. Yeah, I'll get separate me from Maddie. So, like, I won't do that anymore, bruh. And Mikhail's like, yeah, great. And then Joe's like, this is what real guy friends do. They talk it out like men. <laughs> yeah. They don't deflect. They own up to it when they fuck up. And you apologize. Like, hey, you want a table? Want a table? Want a table? Want to come in for a table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come in. Yeah, yeah. Come on in. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I got a table. I got a table. Yeah, that's what men do. And Mikhail's like, and this is how gays make friends. We take an Instagram together. It's taking a see. It's taking a see. So then um, after cleaning, cleaning, and then they go home. So then um, now they're packing to go to NASCAR. And Grace is like, I'm going to NASCAR, mama. And we never hear the mom. She doesn't say anything. I got the NASCAR outfit. Got the bikinis. Is this too much? Bam. Right, mama? And her mom's just petting her cat in the other room like that little bitch. Get her out of my house. Star this house is mama. 
I feel like I saw a movie on an airplane once that started with that exact line. I feel like it was like Natalie Portman and Ashley Judd in some in some movie where it started with Natalie Portman be like, Mama, I'm going to NASCAR. <laughs> she like runs off and like you never see Mama, but she gets credited as like Angelica Houston anyway. It's like and starring as Mama, Angelica Houston. <laughs> Vicky Lawrence is at home like, bitch. <laughs> so um, Grace is like, NASCAR, here I come. Gonna find me a hot man with a mullet, Mama, right? Silence. Just like the <laughs> the mom, the grandmama's looking clock. herself in the mirror, being like, "My day will come again. My day will come again." <laughs> Slowly bringing a sharpie down her forehead, <laughs> down her nose. This half of me is the good half, and this is the bad half. <laughs> so then, um, Lucia is with Avon, and she's like, "Okay, Lucas stuff is prepped. I got his meal and his smoothies. Literally, all you have to do is be here. Wh- where'd you go? Come back, come back. You need to be here in the house." He's okay. like, "I'm getting the sparkling water for the fridge." <laughs> uh, so then, um, arrivals at the RV parking lot. <laughs> No, Maddie whips out in a tiny RV that's supposed to take the entire cast to a tiny Airbnb at a NASCAR. Maddie is pulling out this huge DJ thing. And Trevor's like, you DJing up there? She's like, it's going to be good. I'm telling you that. Maddie, industry Uh, maven, headlining at NASCAR. Maddie, it's called get a Sonos and some Wi-Fi and an AirPlay device. (laughs) And you're set. So, um, yeah, I cannot believe she showed up with her DJ mixing set. Like she's very much, like, yeah, I'm a DJ. I'm a DJ. I bring my, I bring my, I bring my, my turntables around everywhere. Yeah. Cause I'm a DJ. Yeah. See you yeah. Coachella. Yeah. So then so, Joey Marbles comes and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And Trevor's like, Hey, Joe, you're a cop in my glasses, bruh. And they have the same glasses. Joe's like, yeah. Ugh. And then he, yeah, Joe sees Trevor and he's like, oh, of course Trevor's here. Like, why is Maddie forcing this guy down our throats? Like, this is like a work trip. Like, why is he here? <sighs> Brutal. <laughs> Which is actually so, true. It is supposed to be a work. It's supposed to be for a group morale. So Trevor really should not be there. I mean, tourists are not going to peddle themselves around Charleston. Hello. <laughs> I know. There's all these people just standing on the sidewalk dying to get home. Like, please, somebody. <laughs> Um, so the RV pulls up and the poor driver just gets one look at them and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. He's just like, God, I thought it was bad enough that they put a disco ball up back there. But now I'm actually seeing these people. Of course. <laughs> should have anticipated these would be the sort of people. There's like disco ball balloons and like gay pride streamers. and It's just crazy in there. And Mikkel's like, it looks like Grace Lily threw up in here. And she goes, yeah, well, you know that Grace Lily always has doubters. And the way I get past him, I glitter bomb him. <laughs> it's a strange coping mechanism. <laughs> but it, listen, it worked well for, for what's his... For what? What's his face on Hollywood Squares? So you know, hey, Rip Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. Oh my God, Rip Taylor. We're really pulling. We're really going back tonight. <laughs> it's almost the new year, so let's remember all the way back, everybody. <laughs> well, we do have DJ Rip Taylor in residence this episode. 
<laughs> so Will's like, oh my God. He walks on and he's like, ah, because oh, there's so many people. She's like, how many people are supposed to be on this thing? I'm 73 years old. And Will's <laughs> like, um, yeah, I'm not going on an RV with all these stinky drunk idiots who yell at each other. We're taking the car, babe. And she, he's like, you know, there's good decisions and great decisions, and we're inching our way to a great decision. This case is Clad's. It's close. This case is close. <laughs> You'll get there. Okay, you got a cowlick. Come here. Uh, so the they did actually make the good decision because this rv appears to not have any air conditioning they are all sweating like crazy in there (laughs) i don't know what is happening but it looks miserable no one is happy no one's even talking on this thing normally we're used to watching road trips on bravo where someone's they're getting drunk. They're doing shots. Someone's saying, let's play a game. Two truths and one lie or something like that. They're always doing some stupid shit. And here they're just like lying. They're mapping. Yeah, they're just lying down, out. like looking at their phones. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to avoid heat stroke. Yeah. So um, Trevor and Maddie, of course, are in the back room. Like the only place with any space. They're on the bed in the back room. And Trevor's like, I wish I wasn't tired, but I just worked so late. And she's like, maybe we should just get naked. He's like, but there's a camera right there. She goes, that's hot. He goes, okay, I'm just going to put my leg on you, and then we can just pretend we're chilling. And then you just hear, (laughs) they're like, are you fucking back there? Really? They're like, fucking, like, you see the covers were like thrusting underneath the covers. And everyone's like, we're like right here for crying out loud. (laughs) It's too sweaty to be amidst your sex sounds right now. Yeah. And it smells like who needs it? And Joe's like, I'm telling myself that Maddie and Trevor aren't serious, but hearing them fuck like four feet away, I think they might be going steady. Brutal. Brutal. Uh, That's like his thing. Brutal. Brutal. (laughs) Also, I got like, I also got mad because you see, like, I think Bradley and TJ were sitting at the little table that's in the RV. And I don't know if if I've seen such a flagrant manspreader as Bradley. Like, his legs, he was fully, he he was just like a paddle. Like, that one (laughs) leg was here, one leg was there. I was mad. I was like, I was mad on behalf of everyone else who has to sit near him because of that. So they pull up to NASCAR and they're like wooing. And TJ's like, that was quick. Wow. That was almost as quick as a vacuum sesh. Anybody? (laughs) TJ. TJ, come back, TJ. That was almost as quick as lever. Forgetting that. What are you? Cleans food up from the bottom. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? Fucking Alexa didn't like that TJ comment. She was she was up in here. TJ so, is my boy. <laughs> do not mock a good boy's vacuum. Like TJ's no. meme, I'll get out of my Alexa. Alexa saved me because I was stumbling over my joke anyway. So I was like, oh, thank God for Alexa. Sorry, I don't even know what the fuck she was talking about. So they're cheering, and Maddie's like, guys, we got to go meet Ross and the team. He's famous. He's a driver. We might not get you at all if not now. I mean, you never know with NASCAR drivers. One minute they're here, and the next minute they're not here. They're NASCAR drivers. Guys, it's Ross Chastain. It's Ross Chastain, everyone. Mm. And TJ's T- like, oh my god, does he know Kate? I love her. Like, just T- come, TJ. 
TJ is like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell him how much I loved his work in Tammy, Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's Jessica Chastain, you idiot. <laughs> so uh, Grace hugs him and uh, she's, okay, so they see Ross Chastain, this big famous NASCAR guy, apparently. And Grace just runs to him and she's like, oh, oh my God, Ross. First of all, you're my favorite from France, okay? Good luck. It's my first NASCAR race. I'm real excited. So thanks so much for having us all here. I'm a huge fan. Are you single? I'm single. Hell yeah, you're single. Want to drink? Want to take a shot? Want to party? <laughs> and he goes, he has to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, never mind. That's a hazard. Maybe later. <laughs> That's a hazard. Could you <laughs> So then, then they're like, can we get a tour of your trailer, ladies only? So they go in the trailer, and Grace is just like, oh, this is fun. This is real nice. Hey, here's my card. I'll give you my card. Grace Lily card. Okay, it's, it was originally in the shape of a dream catcher, but I had to use paper sock instead. <laughs> anyway, I'll take care of you in all the ways. Instagram, TikTok, Republic, only shins. We'll take care of you. <laughs> and Mia's like, she will. She really will. And she's like, I didn't know she has a card. Do I need a card? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I mean, Grace went in for the kill. Okay. <laughs> she went in, and Ross Chastain is like, uh, 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 this is a lot. I got, I got to ride a car. Uh, so then uh, Maddie's parents are there. So they come up, and Mikkel gives him a big hug. And Trevor's like, hi, guys. Nice to meet you. And the dad's like, finally, not nice to finally meet you, Trevor. <laughs> and uh so her sister is there too her sister meredith yeah and uh bradley's like how's school meredith and she's like i'm applying to dental school and then we see a picture of meredith with like a beaker and a microscope <laughs> like a, yes. and a white jacket you know <laughs> and a stethoscope and a little baby in her arm <laughs> and her own income and then we see maddie <laughs> dj <laughs> <laughs> we see Maddie DJ and Maddie's like there's a lot of pressure from my family because everyone in my family was put on a path and they're all like bankers and teachers and like my sister followed the path and I was like fuck your path <laughs> anyway so I just got done having sex in the back of an RV with DJ <laughs> <below me. laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but last week was some shit my whole family is musical like yes. everybody is like i mean i guess you can be musical and not be professional but it was just funny that last week she's like i'm gonna be an international dj because my family's so musical and this week she's like they're all teachers and bankers yeah I, I, last week i had the distinct impression that her family was like like a they were all like uh like buskers or something like that they were just they were like a troubadour <laughs> i don't know like they were like troubadours they they were it just seemed like they were just musicians but that was just my yeah. own assumption but it turns me out me too i thought her mom was going to be like stevie nicks you know like a stevie nicks type and then you know which, everybody else would kind of fall off from there which makes it hilarious because she basically is like yeah my family's like all into music i'm like well so you basically have like a normal family like people who listen to music like, people turned on the radio when you grew up. That's what that My is. dad played the radio when he drove us places as kids, so I'm international. <laughs> That's it. So, um... Oh, so God, Joey... this is the cringiest part. Okay, so the parents <laughs> and the sister are now sitting in the RV, which, ew... They're you know, Maddie just like there's Maddie is just like spermed all over the place, right? <laughs> I know. So her family's like sitting three feet away from that. 
So Joe comes in. I think he's done a line or something because he's like, I just, you know, like, I'm really grateful for Mary. And it's like hard for me moving to a new city, but I did. And then, like, I didn't know anybody at the club because it's like I'm new there, you know. And then people all know each other there, but they don't know me. And then they're like, who's that guy in this club? And thought, like, oh, my stripes. You know what I mean? But then, like, Maddie, like, Maddie, like, accepted me with open arms. And they're looking at him like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like- mm-hmm. Sir, we can't get up from this terrible, sweaty table until you get out of the way. So can you please get to the point of your story? <laughs> the dad's like, uh, is that a wet sock stuck to your arm, son? He's like, oh, well, yeah. God, brutal. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. 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 <laughs> They've never been so happy to see Trevor after that. They're like, you know what? Go have Trevor. That's okay. There's so- this really long pause and the mom just goes, Right. Right. And he goes, yeah, I think me and Madeline are just like a power duo up there. And we're like, <laughs> just like, we're the coolest friends. And the dad's like, yeah, she's good at that. You know, just being open. So, and there's a really long pause. And he's like, yeah, well, she comes from a great family. It's like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All outside now. Go outside, Joey. Go outside. They got some marbles for you to suck on. Go outside, Joe. Yeah, they basically take a stick and they like throw it. They just throw it out and just goes chasing <laughs> after it. <laughs> so then um, now Trevor and Maddie. Oh, so Trevor and Maddie are sitting on top of the RV and Trevor's just drinking Tito's straight from the bottle on top of the RV. And then I wrote this note. I, I felt like I had a larger point to make. And so I don't remember why I really wrote this, but I'll just say this note because I actually feel like this is this is pretty accurate. I said Trevor is like Pinocchio if Pinocchio were made of poop. <laughs> so there it is <laughs> he does have that kind of face like a wooden face like a wooden little boy's face there is something yeah. very odd about his face he's like an animatronic pinocchio made of poop <laughs> made of, he's a poop pinocchio yeah i don't know so I'm with it um so anyway so maddie is talking to her parents she's like this is a great day thank you guys so much for coming you know guys like trevor does like a really good job of handling his own but sometimes i get really nervous about it but you know i get really nervous when he is like talking and stuff so she's like freaking out because her dad's about to grill trevor Right. Sorry, I accidentally took myself off not on purpose were you looking for your vape <laughs> did your vape go under <laughs> no, the fridge I... <laughs> yeah, I just uh, knocked a hole through my wall trying to find it. So the dad's like, so Trevor, where are you from? He's like, Philadelphia. He's like, oh, wow. So why Charleston? He's like, oh, yeah, uh, because uh, they had these things that are like you sit in them, but then you ride your bike and they can take people places. And the dad's like, wow. Wow, so you still taking classes? How's that going? He's like, I've I have twenty three credit hours left in my major, so And Dad's like, Well, you gotta get that done. And Maddie's No, no, no. He has a degree, but not in his major. I'm like, that literally makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and then Trevor's like, No, no, I don't have a degree. I don't have a degree. And you then- do, you do. He's he's got a degree under his arms. That's deodorant. And no, I don't I, I'm not wearing deodorant either, actually, today. So <laughs> so will comes up he's like i'm gonna give you the fourth degree it's the third degree (laughs) it's okay honey it's okay (laughs) shh so the producer's like so why doesn't he have a degree yet and she goes i don't know there's like a lot of reasons okay like everyone's like it's gonna take six years to graduate and he's like maybe seven like he doesn't care 
does not take six years to graduate. Who told you that? Why do Why do you say that so excitedly? Yeah, he doesn't even care. Well, <laughs> girl, I hope he I hope he gets me pregnant because it's only going to be like nineteen months of waiting for that baby. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This girl. So uh, the mom is just like crying on the inside, but she's trying to like hide it. And she's like, so how long have you guys been dating? And Trevor's like, it's very fresh. And mom, the mom's like, and it's it's official. And, he's, and dad goes, well, I always taught Madison and Meredith, <laughs> you know, we know what guys are. Okay. Okay. So don't be that guy. He's like, well, I did have trouble in the past, sir, but I think I've grown up in the last year, especially. You know, I was a little immature, but I think I've really grown up. Okay? Really <laughs> grown up. Hold on a second. I got to take another swig of Tito's out of the bottle. One second. <laughs> They're like, ow, I the- feel like some poop just hit me in the face. That's his nose. It sometimes does that. So then it's Sunday at 4.42 p.m. Um, So Grace is just, she's brought like a big black and white checkered flag that she's hanging, uh, that she's holding with both of her arms above her head. She's just like, well, NASCAR, race, believe in yourself. I sort of feel like she thinks she's about to go hang gliding. Like she doesn't really quite on. She's like, I'm going to catch that ween sooner or later. I'm just going to hold this flag up a little bit longer. Uh, Joey's down at the bottom. Like, don't jump. Please don't jump. <laughs> um, so um, she gets kind of bored. <laughs> I love NASCAR because, you know, sports, everybody's sponsored by something, right? Like you'll see, um, I don't know, what are some things that people are sponsored Dale by? Dale Earnhardt like, and, isn't Dale Earnhardt with M&M's, or is that Dale Earnhardt Jr., or is that Well, uh, most most sports, I feel like you see, like, I don't know, something normal, but this one, it's just all fast food and shit candy, you know? It's like, <laughs> M&M's, McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> beer, it looks like my Instacart, yeah. basically. <laughs> it definitely, like, has, like, it's like feels like going to Smart and Final. So uh, so then Joey Marbles is like, hey, guys, let's do something funny. So he goes up to the top of the, the RV with some watermelons, and he just starts throwing them down on the asphalt, and they're, like, exploding. But while this Gallagher show is happening, Grace Lily has decided to go into the oh. RV. And so everyone's distracted by the watermelons, and no one hears Grace being like, hey, could someone let me out? Can someone let me out? I don't know how to open the door. Someone. I don't. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Help me. Help me. I can't figure it out. I don't know how to open the door. She literally- and Mikkel's like, no, you need to say it like the great Britney Spears said it. As the great Britney Spears said, I can't get out. He's like, I'm coming, Britney. He like jumps up the side of no. the RV and like climbs in the window. <laughs> you listen. I I can't I can't help you unless you quote Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Help me out of here. He's like, work, bitch. So he runs up and jumps in there like a superhero. So then we go to Maddie talking to her family, and Maddie's like, Yeah, like he's made like a hundred and eighty on himself. So and his dad's like her dad's like, Well, is it wrong for me to say that if he hurts you, I'm gonna kick his ass? <laughs> and Meredith is just smiling like, God damn it, I wish I had a beaker right now. <laughs> She's like, I wish I could give a root canal to her brain. So 
the mom was like, well, honey, we don't want you to forget about last time when he broke your heart. Remember that? No. You were in Charlotte. <laughs> Mom, no, I'm trying to replace those memories with new memories. God, this time is different. It's not casual. It's more like super communicative. Like he'll say things like, hey, babe, I'm about to bike pedal past your place. I'm like, okay, babe, I'll be out there for a second. We go out and we like kiss. It's like so mature now, mom. Well, I just want to tell you some advice from your mother. Protect your heart. And Meredith has some advice as a sister. (laughs) Meredith, floss, slut. Doesn't matter how nice your teeth are, doesn't fix dumb. So, <laughs> so now the group arrives at their rental at their Airbnb. Which what a is, tartar! <laughs> if you compare this Airbnb to like just any any photo mat, you know, like it just <laughs> you just realize how little of a budget there is here. It's just it's just. I just got that. What a tartar. I just got that, Ronnie. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little late. Um, so it's very important, and I really cannot even concentrate on the Airbnb because I don't know what time it is. Hold on. It's 9.03 p.m. Huh. <laughs> All right. Whew. Good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. So it's this tiny Airbnb, and um, it's there's not enough beds for everyone, of course, because Maddie really only cares about having a bed that she can have, have with Trev- Trevor. And so she's like, Fuck. I thought this was a five bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. And there's not five bedrooms. There's four and then there's a pool table. So then we see everybody kind of finding rooms and Grace is putting a little pink fur pillow that she brought from home on the top bunk. She's like, this is my bed. Sparkle. <laughs> so then um, they're all sitting around the fire now that Bradley built. And Mia's like, oh my God, you know how to make fire? You're a Boy Scout. <laughs> and and then she's like, okay, so like, let's tell our deepest, darkest secrets. Okay, Mikhail, tell your deepest, darkest secrets. Because, well, you know what? What Here's what I want to do. I want to talk about like where we want to see ourselves grow in the next year or two. You know, Mia's like, I was really hoping for a deep, dark secret, but I guess we can talk mm-hmm. about growth. That's fine. Yeah. He's like, I would love to close the fear of abandonment because I have spent a lot of my life striving for acceptance and I want someone to love me and not to leave me. And I, I want to learn to be alone and not be lonely. And TJ's like, I'll repeat that. I mean, definitely, you know, I mean, I'm good in, in friendships and me and my vacuum. We are good. <laughs> We're good. I'm good there. But you know everything else. I like more, and so it's like bonding time. Two yeah. lonely gays I, confess I guess, to being lonely gays at a party, and they're I guess friends now. The thing that I would like to strive for and like close the gap on, I would like to go from you know an Electrolux to a Dyson because I hear Dysons are so good. <laughs> they got that great European design. That's really where I'd like to close my gap. You know what I'd like? I would like for somebody to look at me the way I look at Republic. But in Republic. 
I just want to be loved the way we all love Republic. That's all I want. <laughs> so Mikhail's like, I hate grudges, especially with people as terrifying as TJ. So <laughs> maybe there's an opportunity for us all to be close. And so Maddie's like, oh, yeah, okay, God, it's my turn. Me, me, say something. This is nuts. Okay, well, I need better boundaries between being a manager and a best friend. Like the drama and stuff that's been brought to work. Like, for example, the boyfriend that cheated on me and everyone threatened to murder that I brought on this trip, which is a work trip. I mean, yeah, that's not the easiest thing to get involved in, guys, you know? Yeah, like, my goal, the thing, the gap I'd like to, to, to close is, like, being such a good friend to all of you that you all come to me and then having to be your boss and have to be like, I can't give you this endless reserve of friendship that I'm always so good at giving you guys. So I guess my biggest challenge is just how can I still be the excellent friend that you guys all know me as, but also a manager and a DJ. Wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. Thank you guys. <sighs> And so Grace's turn. She's like, I don't know. I think I'm just so hard on myself. I'm just my own work. I'm like, this woman has spent all day long running around going, I'm Grace Lily. Woo, it's me, Grace Lily. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know, I'm learning to love myself has been the hardest struggle until I found the right eyelashes. And then everything was just straight downhill from there. I know I may not seem like that kind of person, but I question my looks and my value. You know, like, what do my looks value? And what's the value of my looks? You know? Yeah. Hey, Grace, this is TJ here. Hey, remember at the fun park? You know, like the way you were acting, it came off as negative and like, well, not negative, but like cocky. Well, not cocky, but just like the worst person I've ever met in my life, you know, like that. And like, but now I understand where you're coming from. And it comes across differently because knowing that you are in like deep pain that probably therapy will never fix in your entire life. That makes me feel a lot better. So like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And then she goes deeper with us. She's like, I know that. I can compare myself to other women. Like, I really get mad when a guy chooses another girl over me. But now I just think, like, it's not me. Maybe he just <laughs> likes ugly chicks. <laughs> Maybe people have the capacity to not appreciate beauty. So TJ said, tells us. <laughs> what a deep, meaningful <laughs> moment with Grace Lily. And TJ tells us. You know, I feel like Grace portrays herself one way on social media. You know, like a slut. But for the first time ever, I'm seeing some depth from Grace, which is what I'm sure a lot of men say about her vagina. Am I right? It's kind of weird. Kind of weird, but I like it. Like, again, slut. Slut. <laughs> so Grace is like, I mean, guys, why can I not attract a wonderful gentleman who loves me and respects me and wants to fuck me? Yeah, I'll just laugh. <laughs> Options. <laughs> Good luck with that, Grace Lily. I I support you. I support you. And if I were straight, I would happily step up to the role. But unfortunately, I'm gay, which is probably why I also support you. Oh, love it. What a show. What a show. What a very special show. And then there was also a mid-season trailer. So very exciting stuff here. That was only like, what, episode four or so? Yeah. So it'll be a short season, which is perfect. It doesn't have to be a long season. Yeah, so I love a times. short season. Yeah, everyone should go watch the show. It's hilarious. 
Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone for watching. And we'll catch you later this week with more recaps. All right. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Aaron Kastner. We love him madly, it's Kyle Pod Chadley. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.